Welcome to the Real Estate Pros Podcast. This is episode two with our special guest today, Anthony Tabar. Hi, Anthony. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. I'm very good. I'm really good today. That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks for coming. We're so excited to have you on. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really excited to see you guys uh, bring this thing to the top uh, real estate podcast in in the country. Well, this is is called the Pros Podcast, so we're inviting professionals who are experts in their field and we just want to ask you, an expert in a specific niche. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it's a very, very nice flattering to be recognized by you guys. Thank you. So to start off, can you just tell us uh, how long have you been in the business? How did you start? Yeah, so this, this August will be 16 years as a, li- a licensed realtor. Um, I got my broker's license shortly after I was, I was licensed as a realtor for no particular reason. I just, well, I wanted the designation. I want... I was I was I always enjoyed school, which sounds funny coming from me. I have people who know me. I, I just liked uh, I like getting a good grade. Like I, I find there's no grades in real life. You know, the only measure we have of a success is how much money we've made or how, you know how, how much commission we've earned. But uh, school is like I tell my my uh, younger cousins like stay in school as long as you can because that's it's just so simple. Like you you they give you a book, you yeah. read the book, you do well on the test, you get an A plus. You know. Exactly. It's, Nobody's giving you A pluses in real life, right? So, uh, anyway, I became a broker, and uh, I just kind of drifted for a good for a good like eight years, nine years, until I found pre-construction product, and I made it my my focus. Part of the reason why I got into pre-construction was because, as a resale agent for eight, nine, ten years, exclusively as a resale agent, I just I couldn't I couldn't figure out how to be the best at it. Like I, I always say this to people, like if I'm if I'm gonna list your home, I'm a I'm a realtor and you're a seller. How can I promise you more money than Taufi can? Mm. What what can I do to guarantee that I'm gonna get you top dollar for your home? There's no guarantee. I mean, look, timing is important, uh, exposure is important, but I mean, I can pay for marketing just as much as he can pay for marketing. Yeah. I can have twelve open house signs instead of six open house signs. What, what can I possibly do other than like maybe having a, a you know, a little bit, have a head start on the negotiations. Mm. I just couldn't provide certainty mm. to, to my friends and family and my loved ones when, when taking on their project. But pre-construction is a lot different based on the relationships you have with builders and the way that strategically builders sell their buildings by getting your clients in earliest, you're guaranteeing them the lowest possible price that they can pay for that particular unit in that particular building. Yeah. And if you're successful and you can get them in to the first round of sales, you'll literally watch other people in, success, in, in future rounds of sales pay more for the same product that you just got your client at. And I'm saying like 10, 20, $50,000 more. When you genuinely care about your clients, like if I'm helping my sister buy a condo yeah. and I see that the unit under her in two weeks later sold for 10K less than, than, I, than I got hers for, yeah. my God, I, I want to give her 10K. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that, that's how I feel. Like I feel like I'm, I, I fucked up, you know? Like I, that, I was, I don't know, I guess I'm sensitive about that. And maybe because of the fact that a lot of my clients were sphere of influence. Were my friends, my family, my cousins, my friend, like uh, you know, friends of friends who 
who are trusting me with the biggest purchase of their life. I want to do the best job I can. So some of your clients, they already saw that by working with you, they made more money by working with the cousin realtor, right? And my, my clients, like I've met just over the phone, like on the internet, they, they were registered for our ads. Uh, like we've become really good friends and, and they've made a lot of money and, and they're always asking me, Anthony, when's the next one? When's the next one? When's the next one? You know? And I tell them, like I say this all the time, Andrew, you guys have heard me say this. I'm not the same realtor that's going to help you buy a cottage in Muskoka. I'm not the same realtor that's going to help you open a nail salon in Oakville if you're looking for commercial space. I feel like real estate is such a vast industry that, that uh, whatever niche of the market you're looking at getting into, is you should find an expert in that niche. And I know I'm going to be crucified by a lot of agents for saying that, but... Uh, but that's just what I strongly believe. Like, you know, you don't go to a, a corporate lawyer to get a divorce. Yeah. You know, you don't call a, a, you don't go to a dentist if you're having a problem with your knee. You know, it's, there's specialists in all of these fields and real estate being the biggest thing you're ever going to buy, the most expensive thing you're ever going to buy. I would, I would hope that you'd want to be taken care of by an, an expert and not a cousin who just got their license two weeks ago. You know, yeah. but why the public don't treat realtors like, as you said, lawyers or doctors for their specialties? I guess I feel like people think all realtors are the same. That's a great question. That's a good question. I, I think that? because the because the licensing process mm -hmm. is probably so is not as hard as becoming a doctor, accountant, lawyer. There's a lot more schooling required yeah. for, for for that. But uh, and and they see, I guess, you know. Some of some realtors can make more money than doctors. Some realtors can make more money than athletes. You know, yeah. and to to have only gone to school for eight months to get a license yeah. that allows you to make more than that. I think there's some resentment there. Maybe. Yeah. There's just probably some resentment. I think the schooling really begins when you actually get licensed and then start working. Oh yeah. Oh, the school is teach. The school teaches you how not to get sued. It doesn't teach you how to build a business. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's, it does not teach you how to build a business. It's just a license that you take courses on how to like identify what's a what's a client relationship versus a customer relationship yeah. you know it's these kinds of things right so um, constantly changing the regulations yeah but it's been fun man it's been great it's honestly i i, I we picked a business that you guys are in as well that you know you're it's a relationship business it is um, pre-construction tends to be more transactional <clears throat> But if you can find a way to fuse the two and, and actually make relationships with these transactional clients mm -hmm. that you meet off the internet, there's like some really beautiful friendships have been made yeah. over the years. Yeah. So did you start noticing that you get more refer referrals from pre-construction after your clients are seeing that tangible uh, results, that they worked with you and they made 50,000 in a matter of a couple of months because they bought with you instead of buying with another realtor? Is that, you know, I, I honestly, I, okay, so I, I have this like obsessive compulsive disorder that when I am interested in something, I want to know it from like the back of my hand. And I, I don't say this to, to brag and I don't say this, you know, to, to make myself look any, any, any better, but I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with people, internet leads on the phone that don't even go anywhere. They don't, they don't ever even turn up, like turn into a transaction, but they tell me the amount of value that they got from a, from just a you know 45 minute call with me is better than any other call that they've ever had or any other registra registration that they, I just I, I feel like nothing is scary if you explain it properly if you're prepared for it and 
Pre-construction, man, the contracts are like this, you know, who, who actually sits there and reads it? Like, even people who have bought pre-construction condos before in the past, but haven't closed yet, when they when I talk to them and I explain to them the yeah. process, they're like, wow, my, like my last guy didn't tell me any of this stuff, you know? Yeah. And it's just, you know what, a lot of the, we were spoiled the last few years. Sales offices were selling units themselves. You just literally had to walk people in there and people would, would buy without them even knowing. They're buying blindly, you know? So I think that, to me, what's more important than the commission I make on a deal is the fact that I can tell my clients, I told you so. Mm. You know, like, to me, that's, that gives me the satisfaction that, like, I know this job, I know this business, and I I genuinely believe that if any person in the public was to buy a pre-construction condo, they would be better off working with me or somebody who knows as much as I do than working with somebody who doesn't. Yeah. But with pre-construction, I just became obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I wanted to know everything. I've, I've read contracts from different lawyers, the way that they draw up, like Braddy's and, and Macmillan and Harris Schaefer and all these big name lawyers that represent a lot of the developers. I got used to their contracts. Like I can literally tell you what page to go to yeah. to find out closing costs when in a 72 page document. Yeah. And I think that speaks volumes to clients. I think that it makes them feel more comfortable about their purchase. It makes them know that there's somebody who's looking out for them. Yeah. Question, is the pre-construction in other countries same as here, like for realtors? Funny, I, I've been recently approached by a developer in Dubai and he's asking me to go and sell a project for him there. We can go together. I'd love to. And maybe you can help me translate some <laughs> yeah. Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And Costa Rica, yeah, we're selling in Costa Rica. We're selling I know uh, another colleague of ours in the in the industry who does what we do, they sell a lot in Miami. Miami. Yeah. But honestly, like now with the way that the government has changed the taxes on, on assignments, yeah. It's all like the long term vision, even with a pre construction condo, couldn't be more true to me like I, I I'm not pushing assignments too much I always talk to clients and I always tell them listen always buy with the intentions of closing yeah. never buy something that you can't afford never over leverage yourself because that's when your backs against the wall it's funny the real estate gods work in funny ways when your backs against the wall that's when they're gonna you're not gonna make any money but if selling on assignment makes sense and you need the money to do something else in your life or whatever then fine use it but don't buy and over leverage yourself with intentions of assigning because you're seeing how many people are in trouble right now. Yeah, it's true. It's from over leverage, as you said. And it's from over leveraging and it's by not buying at the right time and maybe getting advice from the wrong people and not buying in the right project. Mm-hmm. So I'm seeing like I'm on all these WhatsApp chat groups and I'm seeing so many distressed sales, like selling below yeah. cost that people bought these like three, four years ago. That never happened before. Bad, yeah. Man, in 2015-16, you, th- you could throw a dart on, on a city board. of Toronto, on the city of the GTA, and, and wherever it hit, I, you would have made money. Yeah. But now, it, it, you couldn't be further from the truth. You have to be very careful about where you buy, and not just where you buy, the unit you're buying. Yeah. Like, the layout of mm-hmm. the unit that you're buying makes such a difference. Yeah. Uh, what would you say about, do you think it's better opportunities for buyer to look at assignments now or look at pre-construction? So pre- both both have good advantages. 
I still think that there are great pre-construction projects out there. There are amazing incentives that we have never seen before. Like there's 10% down in downtown Toronto, not closing until 2026, 2027. Yeah. Like we didn't see that two years ago. We didn't see that. Like that never happened. Uh, Hamilton has some really good incentives, buying with 5% down. I think I just saw a promotion today with Milton Thompson Towers has a great promotion, 5% down. So yeah, there are some really good opportunities out there with pre-construction, but again, you can't, like, I cannot stress this enough. You really need to know the project, the builder, the location. Just, if you're looking at buying a pre-construction condo, the first thing you should ask your agent is how many units have you sold with this builder before? Really ask them that. Um, and just, you can tell by their body language, by their answer, whether this would be a good idea to be buying with them or not. Um, with the assignments, if you have cash right now, cash is king. Like there are some people who are in some serious trouble. Yeah, that can't close. That can't close. I do think that there are some really good opportunities, but I also think that it, you like now more than ever, you really have to be careful with what you're buying. And it's very clear that you bring a lot of value to your clients. Obviously, pre-construction or whatnot, um, it's more than just looking at pricing and layouts. Yeah. What, what do you think about the market now? Like I was, yeah, I was, I was just going to mention, like, I, I don't think that the landlord business is a very attractive product at the moment. Right now, yeah. You know, so you were asking me about assignments and pre-construction. Mm-hmm. I would, I would 1000% advise my clients to go that way than, than to buy a existing condo and rent it out. Okay, so you're telling me that a one bedroom in Dan at Young and Eglinton right now is like, can we can we say average 700,000? Yeah, is that fair. fair? I would say that's fair. So $140,000 okay. as a down payment, land transfer tax, closing costs, how much do you think that'll be? The 20? Yeah, close to 20. About 20,000, so that's 160K out of pocket. Now you have a balance of five hundred and sixty thousand. What is that renting? What is, what does that cost you every month? For mortgage? Yeah. For mortgage maintenance. About six fifty for every hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. So uh, thirteen twenty six, twenty six, and it's about close to thirty eight hundred dollars. Thirty eight hundred dollars a month before maintenance fees and property taxes. Yeah. That's another seven hundred. Seven hundred. So you're at 38 plus seven, you're at $4,500. What are you renting that one bedroom in Den for? Uh, Midtown right now, 20, about 2,700. Let's call it 3,000. Okay. Well, imagine we can get 3,000. Sure, yeah. why not? You're renting for 3,000, you're still out of pocket, $1,500 a month. Yeah. And what if your tenant doesn't pay you? Well, that's Absolutely. another story. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That doesn't sound like an investment. I don't want to put $160,000 out of my pocket, pay $1,500 a month and not be able to sleep at night. I would take that $160,000 and I would go buy something at 5, 10% down. You're getting crazy incentives. Yeah, yeah. incentives, yeah. With, with, with like, you know, make sure it's a longer closing. Mm-hmm. If you could take that $160,000 and buy a, a, an assignment with it and beat the seller up and buy it for less than he paid. Yeah. You know, that's, that's another option. I just, again, I'm going to be crucified. To buy a pre-construction, to buy an existing condo right now in the city and rent it out, 
And to be negative cash flow that much, it's just, to me, the risk is not worth the reward. I would buy something pre-construction, wait out this storm, because everything is cyclical. Once that, once that interest rate comes mm. down below 4% yeah. again, which it will, yeah. we just don't know when, but it will, you're gonna see these prices skyrocket. And if you can avoid this negative cash flow over the next mm. couple of years, and get into something that's, you know, at least, look, you buy something pre-construction and in four years it doesn't even go up a dollar, but I know the rents will, yeah. the interest rate will come down, it just would. It just looks a lot more appetizing to me. What's in the plans? What's in the books for the next few years for you? Yeah, that's a great question too. I, 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 uh, I'm ha- I, I still enjoy it. I still have the thrill of helping people buy pre-construction condos. Um, I think what I, what I, what I want to do now at this stage in my life is is build and develop agents who have the same vision as I do help fast forward their learning curve. Like I didn't have anybody who showed me the ropes. I literally had to just do it all by visiting pros who sold real, who sold pre-construction. Like I would go to builders sales offices and I would listen to some of the greats. Like I have a few guys in the industry who work on the builder side who I just love listening to them talk. Like listening to them talk is like a wealth of knowledge. I get all this new thing, new things to say, new perspectives on how to look at things differently and, and just understand it better from that side. And it just helps me explain it to the, to the clients better. So I want to be that wealth of knowledge to junior agents who are looking to learn pre-construction and to be, become better at it. You absolutely are. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's my goal. Yeah, and it's, it's not only that like you have wealth of knowledge, it's fun to work with you. Thank you That's very much. That's also important. I, I look forward to many more with you guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. Where can we find you on social media? Yeah. So you can find me at, at Anthony Tabar uh, on Instagram. Um, Anth- I'm also on TikTok, but like, I'm not on TikTok like, at all. I, I, I went through like two weeks of what I thought I was going to be his TikTok star. Actually, don't, don't look at my TikTok. <laughs> uh, Facebook, Anthony Tabar. Email at uh, Anthony at the condo corner.ca. Uh, you can also follow our page, our business page with Imran at, uh, at the Condo Corner, yeah. uh, or just give me a call. I'm old school. I like talking on the phone. <laughs> I call uh, Taufik and Andrew and ask them for my number. <laughs> awesome. We'll give it to you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you guys. Thanks for visiting. No problem. Thank you guys. That was fun.